This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Life gets pretty boring when every day is the same. Take me on a rocket ship to see the earth from space. Good morning. No, exactly. Yes. We were just talking about family history. Yeah, Charlie's family history. Yeah, I was going in. And it's a, it's crazy. Yeah. Do you want to tell them a little? Yeah, should I just do it again? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm on my mom's side, my grandmother is like a Holocaust survivor, mm-hmm. which I was like, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that because she wasn't in a camp. She was just in hiding. But then, And I said, no. I think that counts. She survived. Yeah, she survived it. Um they were like they were just like a german jewish family in frankfurt saw the signs pretty early there's some crazy journals i didn't i didn't tell you this mm-hmm. like like where we have like my grandmother's journals she was like 11 or 12 and my grand great grandfather's journals her dad and she's like hmm like everybody's being really weird like papa seems nervous really? and then like his journal from like the same day is like they things are really bad we can't conduct business like everybody's stealing from us you know like wow. the yeah, so it's kind of crazy but they they basically were in hiding for like and they were very wealthy mm-hmm. my grandmother comes from like a very very wealthy german jewish frankfurt family mm-hmm. and their vibe was like they're like we're they're like stuff can't happen to us like we're german they were a little bit like yeah. we're like barely jewish we learned about that a lot in school like right, they, right. they would tell us kind of like <clears throat> like i think as a way to say like you guys think you're safe you're not safe right, like right, they'd right. be like by the way, like the German Jews were like extremely assimilated right. and they were not acting right. Jewish or looking Jewish. So you think you that think you like Gatorade yeah. and have right. your sports <laughs> and whatever, but right. like they're right. coming for you too. Right. Well, okay. So that's on my mom's side. My mom's mom, like they were in hiding for, because they were wealthy, they were able to go into hiding for a long time mm-hmm. in like Italy and then in France. There were like a bunch of close calls. Honestly, it's kind of crazy. They had like fake visas and stuff for all these places. My grandmother tells these stories of like her parents disappearing for like the day and being like, they're dead, they're dead, they're dead. And then like the parents would come back being uh. like, sorry, we got held up. And they didn't have, you know, cell phones at the time. So why? Right. <laughs> uh, in, in they Italy. were trying to unplug. Yeah. <laughs> they were doing a digital detox. At the time, <laughs> it was a bad timing. They're doing a digital <laughs> detox. Um, but anyway, they were, they're in hiding for like a year or two. They get to. Um, there's this, like, they end up getting an affidavit, they get out, they move to New York, and that's how they're here. Mm-hmm. The reason they get an affidavit is there's this, like, German-Jewish guy who, like, was um, uh, this American-German Jew who, like, was 18 at the time and with his mom was, like, saw everything that was happening, went over to Germany mm-hmm. and was, like, I'm going to find as many people as I can. Mm. And at the time, I think an affidavit had to be, like, someone in your family. So he just, like, did all the family lineage and I think saved, like, 100-plus people, wow. including my family who was, like, 
cousins, sisters, you know, aunts, second cousin, you know, like really distant. Wow. So and like he's the reason. And then he I can't remember his name, but he's this really cool guy who then was like this gay psychiatrist who like collected all this data on like sexuality when he was like interviewing f- people for the army, like doing army intake and like then gave that data to Kinsey. So wow. shout out to him. So, and he like saved, yeah. you know, my... So you're related to Kinsey's little helper. Right. <laughs> exactly. And by the way, that's Kinsey yeah. of the Kinsey scale. Right. You might have heard of it. Um, Do you think that's true, the Kinsey scale? I think I've asked you this before. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like stumped every time. I want to get back into the family. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree. <laughs> so then... <laughs> but then all of my, my, you know, it was their nuclear family who survived and like all of my grandmother's like cousins, aunts, uncles, grandparents, like they all died. Um, and they got out early too. Like they were, it was like, I think like 36 when they like started going into hiding. Mm. And like that was the reason they were able to. And it was only because like everybody else was like, I don't know, man, like this seems like it's pretty bad. Yeah. You know, like this is not good. Like, or no, 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 sorry. Everybody else was like. They can't do anything to us because yeah, yeah. and and it was like my grandmother's dad who was like, oh, dude, mm. we gotta get out of here. Mm-hmm. So shout out. Then on my other side, I'm Armenian, and my great grandfather. Um, it's really like unlucky. Right, <laughs> tough breaks for everyone. My great grandfather's family, there were Armenians in Istanbul, and during the genocide in like 1912, 14, something like that, his family was like marched from like on the death march from like Istanbul to Palestine. And mm-hmm. um, my grandfather who was like, my great grandfather who was like 13, 14 at the time, um, like his whole immediate family died of cholera on the walk, like sister, mom, dad. And he arrived in Palestine, age 14, orphaned, like no connections, nothing. Somehow Crazy. ends up like the aide to a British general there mm-hmm. and then like moves with him to London and then to France and then that's where like so that's wow like, so I kind of have the double genocide and I really did grow up hearing these stories and I was like all my dreams for a decade plus were like <laughs> me running away from an oppressive government of course <laughs> how could it not be so it hits you know it what I mean it does and yeah. it also kind of like it's so crazy like it it Actually, like, do your parents both, like, I feel like they have this kind of laid back vibe. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little and bit. And then you have this kind of, like, stressed out vibe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it kind of, like, it all just kind of, like, trickled down onto yeah, you. Yeah, somehow it got do you me. Think? Is that fair to say, vibe-wise? Yeah. Like, well, they were also both, like, my parents were both, like, the children of, like, aristocratic Europeans. And so they were mm-hmm. kind of, like we're gonna rebel and be like American uh-huh. you know what I mean yeah like party party boys and girls party boys and girls yeah. and I was the one who was and like, you're kind of like let's get back to the aristocracy <laughs> I was like let me be stressed I don't know the, how the aristocratic connection me to. neither and I'm not sure what the word means except for like the aristocats yeah and that is pretty and close. that I know for sure yeah and the reason we were we were talking about it before is because we were talking about Palestine and right. Israel right and I do just want to say for our listeners that it's really bad and we're both really upset about um what israel is doing and i wonder about our jewish listeners Mm -hmm. because i feel like i talk about being jewish all the time yeah and i grew up really zionist and now like don't support israel and don't want a jewish state like this Mm -hmm. you know and don't feel like a Jewish state that's like carrying out a genocide is like a state that's like safe for my people or like spiritually safe. And I'm devastated about all the Israelis who have died as well. And, mm-hmm. and the 
like horrific murder that's going to be carried out in their name. I I don't want any of that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like I mean, <clears throat> I'm I'm cautious about making it for me like too personal cuz mm-hmm. I'm like, well, it's literally not about me. Mm-hmm. But I think like where I am with this is like as a human. <laughs> sorry, it's so corny to say as a human, but I did. Um at a certain point, like, you're a human. Right, it's like, guilty as charged, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, whatever. As a person with a conscious conscience, it's it's completely devastating to see, like, the ongoing apartheid and then the ongoing ethnic cleansing being carried out by the Israeli government. And then as an American and as a Jew, like, it's it's totally devastating that it's happening ostensibly like in our names and with our money yeah totally and if it's kind of like why are you guys talking about this it's like we don't know no totally and like and if you like it's like i don't know i know i i know why we're talking about it i want to like stand in the fact that it's like this matters and it's like we care about it and it it's crazy to like grow up like only knowing this one story about israel and then like to like learn about like literally palestinians like yeah for the first time as an adult right and so i want to share that and i wonder if anyone yeah yeah yeah, right and it took a lot of like guidance from like people in my life who like like had the time you know like my sister or whatever who like were in these involved in like jvp Mm. and if not now in groups that like helped me yeah think about it you know i don't want to be so like myopic for like us and how we are about this that i also just want to say like What's happening in Gaza right now is like an affront to goodness and justice and is so devastating and um, it's just like like truly, truly tragic mm-hmm. and horrible. Right. That's true that I'm like so wrapped up in like. Right. I mean, look, it's our like podcast. American the- Jew on American Jew, like right, right, right. riffraff. <laughs> right. That's not actually what right. even matters. Right. But, you know, a again. Point we're about to talk about like what it's like when someone gets a haircut so like right know. that's true but that actually is i think a really important <laughs> it's that's germane <laughs> for what we're about to talk you know <laughs> that couldn't matter more <laughs> what's germane germane means like relevant, relevant. yeah i knew it i yeah i i did kind of know it yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah all right should we do our lists yeah no or should we talk about something yeah did like, you like all my family history stuff yeah i did i it's think it's cool. really interesting yeah i wish i, I knew more about the armenian stuff it's interesting because they're they're not like connected no no but it's like that just happened like i also grew up hearing i knew the holocaust part of it and heard heard that from really young and then was a little older when i heard the armenian part yeah of how it. old were you that i was probably like nine or ten when i learned about that it's crazy. I also can't remember like how was I taught about the Holocaust. Like I just had like my grandmother be like, "All right, sit down." Like yeah. I don't remember not knowing about it. And what does it mean to like? Mm-hmm. What point do you tell a child like, gather around, like hear the yeah. story of like how I came to be here? Mm-hmm. You know, it's so random. You really like you like. There's like you can tell kids about something at every age, and they're just, just like, in a different okay, way, right? Or something, right? 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 You know what That's I mean? That's true. It's like you build up, you like the knowledge fills out and becomes mm-hmm. more like like textured and robust, yeah. right? At nannying yesterday, we were walking inside and mm-hmm. someone who works in the building. I was like, "How are you?" And he was like, "I'm okay. My cat died." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." Mm-hmm. And the kid I nanny was like, "What? What happened?" She could tell, like she was. She, I was like, "Oh, like his cat died." Yeah. And she was like, "Oh my god!" And then she was like, "Like how a dog dies?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Isn't that oh, interesting? That like, is interesting. Wow. 
You know, right. And it's like, actually, that happens all the time where you have to tell kids about death. Right. It comes up. You know what I mean? And the privilege of, privilege of just like... Right. It being like a dog. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, a lot of... Right. We can't stay away from it's, like... Uh, yeah, there. right. Because right. it's like... We're like... Yeah. Right. But right. lots of but lots of people for lots of across the world have to know about. Uh, yeah, that's for lots of different reasons. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, <laughs> does that help? <laughs> right. <laughs> Hopefully that makes it feel better. <laughs> I remember when my cat died too. What was, I was it like? So sad. Really? Dino. Yeah. What happened? Uh, she was just old. She was like 18. I loved her. That's really old. I know for a cat. How old are you? nine or ten probably mm. just around my cat died and my family was like it's time to teach you about the armenian genocide the other part <laughs> of that was that was crazy was <clears throat> is like the only reason we know about that is because like this was my great-grandfather and like he once at dinner was like telling his story and he had this like kind of mean wife famously everybody like everybody who talks about this woman is like mm. she was mean some people just have that yeah she's got she, if she has and, it and are those it, people just totally free right <laughs> or are they upset i think they're upset okay. i actually think it's like there's like a thorn in their back right i'm kind of fantasizing about like becoming just mean like that or just what if that's your reputation and then it's like oh well you know me right i'm a bitch right <laughs> but she was like he was like telling a story and he was this very meek man quiet mild-mannered and she was this kind of domineering woman and she was like shut up nobody wants to hear about that and my grandmother <laughs> who is like so that was her parents no it was her husband's, oh, her husband's parents, parents. Okay. right because she's french she was like armenian mm -hmm. and polish and she was like huh <laughs> she was like wait wait wait, what <laughs> what now and then that's the reason we know it is because she like they heard that story and wow kind of estranged from my grandfather so that's really interesting i know it's like when people say that they like do research to find out about their family history yeah. like what do you do literally wait and people do it and i'm like i actually feel like i'm too stupid to know how to what do what did that. you do like you went you just Google yeah, it? Yeah, well, my or? uncle, the reason we know about the guy who got the affidavits is he, like, right, like, he did, like, archival research. Also, can I say something? Is it weird that, that you guys were, like, saved in this way by uh -huh. this, like, gay psychiatrist right. and you're gay and your dad is a psychiatrist? Totally. And, yeah. like, all you do is just, like, pay homage to this man <laughs> in different ways? <laughs> I'm like, what next? No, totally. I'm so, like, it's, like... Ugh, totally yeah i'm just so like the product of like them you know what i mean so like the product of them. just like that my no, parents right you know what yeah. i'm saying like i'm just like in new york i'm like doing all the same stuff they did like not really though because weren't they like clubbing like yeah the and fuck i'm not out? but now I i'm guess clubbing you are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, i started sorry. clubbing because i was like it's just part of my heritage <laughs> i'm sorry that i said you weren't <laughs> clubbing i was speaking of an old you yeah 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 that wasn't clubbing for real that wasn't clubbing as much as your parents right like right, i think right. you still were right but just i wasn't doing it the way they were yeah how is clubbing going Oh, it's awesome. You love it. It's seriously working. It's like really fun. I'm loving it. Well, because you know what? Actually, let me see if I can explain this. I think <laughs> to a non-clubber like you. <laughs> you club. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Come on. Not really. Like, like the thing of it, why I think it's good is like the things that were stopping me from doing it were like a certain kind of anxiety and worry. And so, like, part of what's enjoyable about it is that in order to club, I had to get rid of the worry of, like, oh, my God, like, what if 
I ha- I undergo psychosis because I like do a drug or like mm. shoot I need to be like really with it tomorrow during the day. <laughs> I undergo psychosis. Yeah. Right, right. Like I'm like I can't. I don't have time. Like I'm so busy. Like I'm so scared that like something will happen. If what happens if I like let loose in this way? Mm-hmm. So part of what's been enjoyable about it is that like in order to do it, I had to manage these other worries. That like once I got rid of those, like or or address those, that actually just made me feel generally more at ease. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Totally. And Here, it's kind I... of like, you, you just like, by doing it, you're like, oh, nothing crazy nothing does happen. Right. Yeah. Exactly, right. It's a, it's a, it's an exposure. The Yes, it is really an exposure. The metaphor I'm using is like, well, you know, in order to club, I have to collect a blue gem, a red gem, and a green gem. And it's like nice to club, but it's also really nice to have the gems. I, I need a little help with this one. <laughs> <laughs> like the gems are like being chill that's what they're a metaphor for and it's like it's like to get entrance into the club I have to have these three special gems and that is being chill and like I've learned to be chill and then I get to actually keep the gems <laughs> does this help at all is the gems from like a video game or something no, or no. you made, just, up made the gems? Up. just like it's like a special thing that I have now can you like say the original thing again? I think I was kind of zoning out for the one before the gems and then I want to get the gems. Right. Okay. So the original thing is like in order to successfully like party, you have to actually like find some ease, right? You have to be like mm. comfortable with the idea that like you lose a little bit of control. Mm-hmm. You like are going to be like sacrificing your bodily well-being for mm-hmm. a little bit, right? You are at ease enough to enjoy the space Mm -hmm. right like and all of those things are necessary to like have a positive experience clubbing but they're also actually just helpful things to have right right right. so it's like there's many things that you get access to and you have the three gems like enjoying a day off yes you know like as opposed to being worried about using it correctly or whatever exactly once you have the three gems that also gives you access to it helps me you know what it helped me with what's like being and like being worried about being sick where Mm -hmm. it's like because part of the thing with like oh my god but if i go out i stay out until 8 a.m like i'm gonna feel like shit the next day and it's like yeah you might like you might actually feel like shit the next day you Mm -hmm. might also feel really sad because like you stayed out you didn't sleep you did drugs whatever like all these things actually can and once you become once you can accept like right so I, i might feel sad and then it'll be okay like I'm actually gonna like put myself in this situation where mm-hmm. it's gonna make me feel sad, then I'll get better. It helped me be like, oh, this bad thing might happen, but it's actually like, it's gonna be like four days of feeling shitty and then I'll be fine. Mm. And that was helpful too. That is very, very, very helpful. Yeah. I like the idea about the gems, Charlie. Thank you. Did you know that? No. Yeah, like I actually think it's a cool idea. And, and in my idea. Mm-hmm. Wait, it actually is a cool idea. I want to add something to it. I would love that. Could there be a hole where the gems go in your chest? Yes. Three? Yes, yes. So that right. they have a place to go? You know, yes, there could be. Or should they just go in your pocket in a little pouch? I think pocket. <laughs> 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 I think they should go in the pocket. I know. <laughs> There could be it in your I know, chest. I know. Obviously, they should go in the pocket. <laughs> <laughs> because if they're a hole in your chest, then that's more like, right. that's more like, you're you know. You're missing something you don't have. Yeah, and it's more like the thing of like psych medication where it's like, you're just missing the chemical that yeah, bonds the right. blah, blah, and blah. blah. Like and once that. you get it, and this is more like treasure oriented where right. it's like collect the gems right. and then you. And then you, you have access to right. more of the world. Yeah. Um. Totally. I actually like this idea a lot mm-hmm. that it's like, like, um, 
It's, I, actually, it's actually like many things work that way. I've talked about this a lot, I think on the podcast, but like doing many things that make you afraid <clears throat> are cool, not because they like, you get to do this thing that made you afraid, but because you then like have worked on the thing, you worked on these parts of yourself that are fear. And so that mm. has this collateral benefit. Yes. Where it's like, like, you know, it's like, I want to be able to go to like a gay bathhouse. Yes. And then you go to the gay bathhouse and you're like, you know, it's cool, but maybe it's not like the be all end all of everything. Yeah. But because you like worked on that fear, you're like then more comfortable yeah. in your body. My mom always talked about that growing up, like like working the muscle of yes, totally. overcoming fear right. Right. is like the, the name of the game. It really is. The name of the game. Actually, it's so cool to be courageous. I'm, I'm, I'm not always. It doesn't come naturally to mm -hmm. me. I'm actually really fearful and like, you know, withdrawn. <laughs> Um, but then you can work on it. So it's no problem. <laughs> Take it from me. <laughs> it's also more impressive when you like do it. That's Thank true. You. you have yeah. to be afraid to be right. brave. Right, like, there's a whole thing of like yeah. bravery. Like that guy, Alex, whatever, with the rock climbing, like is missing that part of his brain, right? right? Like, <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah. okay, then I don't care. Right. It's, the thing with bravery is like, it's not that you're not afraid. It's that, like you're standing up to it. It's Literally, that you I'm, are like, afraid. I can't like... I can't give myself that much credit. Like I can't be like, and therefore I'm the most not courageous. Not for the bathhouse, no. No, no. But listen. and also actually in general, like I'm not. I'm still not like you know whatever. Well, it's like if you're extremely afraid, then everything is brave. Yes, totally. Um, it is true. Mm -hmm. Like I do want to see my friends be brave. Who said that? Sarah Bareilles. I want to see you be brave. I didn't realize like. Yeah, but quoting something. You were saying, like, like you putting in, like, my friends <laughs> for you is, like, really interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to see my friends be brave. That's what Sarah Brella said. Yeah. Well, that's what she, that's, I, she, she said that. She wasn't saying, like, I want to see y'all be brave. She, yeah. I think she's talking to, like, someone she's in love with. Oh. No, or, no I think she's, she's talking to, like, to a little listener. girl. Yeah. She's talking to, it's, <laughs> like, we were talking about in an episode that I don't think we've released yet. She was talking to like the little girl who's being like the subject of like the like uh like a politician's like the Chelsea oh, Clinton. Nevertheless, she persisted. Yeah, exactly. Why was Chelsea Clinton allowed to write that book? <laughs> right, right. Isn't that Warren's thing? Right. She got there. Like Chelsea Clinton has a kid's book that's called She, she Persist Persisted, and right. it's about like different women throughout time. Right. I feel that Chelsea Clinton has had every opportunity and mm -hmm. yet she squandered them all. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think? Yeah, you know, you said something really funny. Like, about at her. least Jenna Bush Hager right. is on the Today Show. It's true. Chelsea Clinton, it's like flop, flop, flop. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she couldn't. You said something really funny about her in like that video we made a million years ago that was like Natalie and Charlie try Adderall. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. And you, say, you said something about like, <laughs> she's not a lesbian but she has i think components of the attraction <laughs> <laughs> that does not make a damn piece of sense <laughs> and it's funny like, components of the attraction yeah. <laughs> like that i would be attracted to her or no that no she like would... she like she's not fully a lesbian but she there's... does have components <laughs> you're standing by <laughs> i do wait by the way i think it's so astute because she has there's like a gravitas, mm -hmm. but it doesn't land anywhere. Right. <laughs> I think she just has like a low voice. Right. She's components of the attraction. It's like a low voice. But she got, you know. 
so funny that Jenna Bush Hager's on the Today Show and like every story she tells is like, you know, my daddy used to always say, oh, it's like, we actually are really not happy with him. <laughs> it's like, stop <laughs> Don't say about what him. your daddy said. Right. Like, <laughs> he seriously is a really bad horrible. guy. I know. Now we're like on our like political shit. I know. And, but is there anything we like kind of should, I'm feeling like, like I'm having that mental experience of like, I have that like a thread there where I'm like, or an asterisk of like, is there anything else we need to... Yeah, like, a, like why do Chelsea Clinton and Jenna Bush Hager get to be so ha-ha-ha? Right. Is that what you mean? No, no, I mean more, like, to the stuff from before. Right. Like, the serious stuff. But how it's connected? No, no, more just, like, now I'm, like, I'm, like, before we fully move on, like, is there anything Oh, else? you think we haven't moved on? Well, I, I have moved on, but I'm, like, maybe... Right. Like, that's when I'm, like, oh, is there something we... For-? It's, like, that feeling of, like, when you're talking to someone and, like, you, you are telling a story and then, like, the conversation leaves that story mm-hmm. and you're, you're, like still remembering you're like but i didn't finish the thing i guess the thing that i feel with it is it's just like it's so so depressing and scary and sad and i don't feel like i have any like call to action or way to make it right do you know what i mean like i don't feel like it's like like, I feel like usually the, like, wrap-up thread when you're talking about something would be oh, so like, true. Yeah. and so that's why we have to, like, get involved locally. And it's like, oh, this no. is actually something that, I, and I don't think I ever feel really comfortable doing that. But I'm like, no, it's just really, really depressing and and sad. And I, and I like, and I'm, yeah. I mourn for all the lives lost. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. You're like, stop. All right. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> you brought it up again. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> you're like, not like that. Well, this is actually a thing. I feel like I have that feeling a lot of being like, oh, I'm like, I'm not fully present or like, mm-hmm. or not still holding on to the idea that it's like, and there's something I have to remember about that. Mm-hmm. Like, we that, or like, we have to like return to that, or like, mm-hmm. there's like kind of a, there's like a thread to it, or like a footnote that mm-hmm. I'm like carrying with me, like an asterisk that we haven't like mm-hmm. put in yet on the other side. And um, sometimes the answer is like, there's not. Like sometimes mm. the answer is like actually there's there's like you're just feeling that because or actually you have to be come okay with like something being incomplete or you're not getting everything you want you're not getting a full feeling of satisfaction and actually you won't and it'll be impossible. Mm-hmm. The example I'm thinking of which is so frivolous in comparison to this example is like sometimes you're like texting a boy and you're like wait like I want more but it's like the conversation's kind of over. <laughs> you're like you're like wait but there's something else we have to do here and like that thing it's is falling very love. like the skim what you just did yeah i know i know it's so like here's what you need to know do you know the thing when you're texting right. a guy well yeah. that guy is israel right <laughs> it's like the republicans like won't call pelosi back right. and so she's got it she's getting her wop out mm-hmm. or whatever <laughs> i saw this video of this couple who in order to scratch each other's backs Mm -hmm. thoroughly Mm -hmm. or correctly, they pretend that the map of America is Mm. on the other person's back Mm -hmm. and they'll be like, can you scratch like Idaho? And then they'll be like, (laughs) Southern California. You're literally like an ethnographer. Like where would you have seen that? Online. On on Instagram reels. (laughs) Don't look at me. (laughs) You are funny. (laughs) But the reason I say that is because I was was interested, like, oh, like, there could be a very exacting way to do that scratching. Mm -hmm. Kind of to your point a a little bit about getting it exactly right. 
You know what but I've then seen I was online? like, I would have to learn where everything is in the country. Right, right, right. You're like Topeka. And you're like, uh. <laughs> yeah, they're like, please scratch Ohio. I'm like, broski. <laughs> you're like, mm. you know, I can't do that. There's this video I see where it's like this guy goes to like the pro- professional back scratchers. Oh, mm-hmm. and what happens there? He loves it. And it's it's like kind of ASMR. And there are oh. these girls in Miami and they're like, we're the first professional back scratchers. <gasps> and they like. It's actually so sweet. Like they're a little family, and it seems really nice because it's nice really to get your nice. back scratched. Is it is it like a tickle? I wonder. Or like a you can get. It depends on how right. Of you course, want it. it depends. And this is a guy who like, he's like a YouTuber. He's like a white guy, and he he like really makes these videos. He's like the guy who really did the videos. Of like white guy shocks server by ordering in perfect Mandarin. Like that's oh, his, yeah. I didn't know about that. That's like, like genre a type. Right. Yeah. And it's kind so of wait, like... So wait, so that's the guy who goes to the back scratcher? Yes. <laughs> so... <laughs> so I'm just giving... So he can do anything. He can do whatever he so wants. So what will you do next? Right, exactly. You wonder. You really if you do could wonder. figure that out, then right. you would probably have to do it. Right, right. Exactly. You're like, there's a reason he... Should we do our list? Oh, yeah. I think I also have two, like, big ideas. Not really. Really? One of the, They're both, like, conceptual. Why don't we read our own ideas today? Yeah. You think so? I do. Like, let's just read our own ideas. Just to do something different. Yeah. and I'm seriously scared. And how different will it feel? I'm scared <laughs> of what, like, we're losing. <laughs> we have so little structure, and that's the only thing. Fear not. Okay. Okay, this is my first idea. I don't like it. It's okay, Charlie. Okay, but I have to be brave. Yeah. I want to see you be brave. <laughs> this is just Spring Awakening this morning. Uh-huh. <clears throat> it's beautiful. Right. My first idea is zero gravity. Hmm, what did I mean by this? Well, basically, I think that I could. Mm-hmm. You need to let go of the fact of the list. Like, like you're it. grimacing at me. Like <laughs> we're just trying something, okay? We can't try something. No, we can. So we won't do it next time if you don't like it, okay? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you just... I'm literally like stuck in my ways. You're well. Let's just like. Right. It's let, just one, you know. It's like, let me let go. Of yeah. Right. By the way, like, this is already like the weirdest episode ever. <laughs> so, my thing with zero gravity is I saw this video of this astronaut in zero gravity. Shoot. And he was making toast. Mm-hmm. And I had this feeling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wanting to do Mad Libs uh-huh. for when you're talking. Okay. So, it's like, I, I, I saw, saw this cat in zero gravity. And he was making... Whoopee. <laughs> like sex? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's gross. <laughs> and it would never happen. <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> Keep dreaming. I don't think they would ever send two cats You've overshot the whimsy of the, <laughs> the Mad Libs. I wonder if there's anything about sex in space. I bet... I wonder if anyone has sex in space. Wait. I literally... <gasps> what are you saying? I... You know how you gave me a light up pen? Yeah. I wrote down something last night with my light up pen. What was it? And it was like, I'm like, no, why is no one talking about how it would be kind of funny if I went to space? (laughs) (laughs) Using that damn pen well. I'm like. (laughs) That would be interesting. Right. You would go like on like a sponsored trip. Yeah. And I don't want to do the thing where it's like, it's like space. 
because the plane goes down really fast so you're in zero gravity no i no. don't want that i want to go to space really do you want to go to space yeah, yeah yeah yeah. i have this feeling that there's two types of people right space people not space people people who want to go and people who don't want to go i would be so scared charlie do you want to go to space i think i'd say no but I do want to. Do you want to? Well, look, I also want to see a tornado. It's been on my bucket list forever. <laughs> that said, I know it's dangerous and I don't know if I'm actually going to see the I'd love to get my eyes on that bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> There's one thing and it's see a tornado. It was like gay bathhouse. That one's like crossed out. It was like, it was like that, have gay like sex, tornado. see a tornado. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm all out of gay sex. Time to see a tornado. <laughs> <laughs> Who says you can't do both at the same time? Let me, yeah, I want to, uh, I want to have gay sex after seeing a tornado with my Husband. same sex lover mm. so it can't be me like at all <laughs> it could so we could have sex is that what you mean yeah i guess that's what that is what i mean all right so what's your thing zero gravity i don't know i'm imagining it oh 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 how fabulous it might be yeah oh we're really right on the money then there's honestly a world in which you and i have sex yes is that what you're gonna say <laughs> i was gonna say in which we met and that's what happened mm, like mm -hmm. instead we like did a podcast together but right, right. i think if it had gone a couple different ways right. we could have you know what yeah. how we might have sex is if we decide to have As a kid a together oh uh-huh right yeah I wonder right if, i wonder if we would like it having sex together yeah i think at this point we wouldn't right. just because it's like too it's much, too much. Yeah. we know each other like, but i funny. do think if we had done that right away right. we really would yeah i actually bet you we would like i it. actually know i would right. but i can't really speak for you because right. i'm so like authentically bisexual <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like bisexual in the way where it's like wouldn't it be kind of funny yeah i just don't know for you yeah, I know. but i i kind of think you would love it yeah i bet and i would freak well, it this out this is the thing too with sex is sometimes you're like maybe it doesn't feel like classically amazing but it can yeah. be like cool and intense like and funny no, no it would no. be classically amazing oh oh maybe maybe but again i think it's too late because of just the relationship we've started already right but i genuinely think i'm picturing like that night we met where we switched pants Totally. But if we had met with none of our friends, right. no one was around, no context, right. neither of us were comedians, right. and you were just kind of like horny and right. like, right. you Ugh. weren't like gay. Right, right. No, no, <laughs> right, right, right. Right? Or, right, right, right? or you were just just gay, but more just like curious about like right. me. <laughs> right. If I'd been where I am now in terms of like being open to being bisexual, you know what I mean? What you think? Yeah. Where I am now. Yeah, I'm like hearing that. Right. By the way, I like no you are bisexual when it comes to like servers <laughs> as in when there's a pretty waitress i'm like yes. literally flirting the You're house like down. can i take a picture with you <laughs> <laughs> i'm literally like hi i'm like this is so good you're pretty when a girl is pretty it's amazing it I is know. one of the classics and you really do bond with guys by saying that kind of stuff yes like you can be like you know, I can be with a group of straight guys and mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, she's hot. And they're all like, totally. You're really? speaking our language, buddy. Yeah. Which who? Straight guys? Like Aton? Yeah. <laughs> Jordan, Aton, <laughs> Daniel. I never have that with them. You should. I know. And you do have that. Like you have that with like, you think girls are hot. Yeah. Right? That's part of your kind of over of experience i definitely do but i think i i more talk to girls about it and do you want to talk about zero gravity at all yeah 
I have this feeling that I would adjust very well to zero really, gravity. I don't think I would. I think I would get it really fast. Like, I just don't think it would take that long for me to get I, normal with it. Right. Except like in the middle of the night or things that are like really routine. Right, right, and, right. And like I think I would forget, you know. Right. When I was just waking up. But there's something about me where I just kind of think that I adjust really well to like when there's different like rules of gravity. <laughs> Like if there's a ball that's special because it bounces really slow or something. Yeah, you're like, I got it. I can get that stuff. And it kind of goes with how I c I'm like naturally inclined to like skateboarding and hoverboarding and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Love this. Like self mythology, yeah. I am. Like right, I, I actually am like quite balanced, even though I'm a little like klutzy yeah. or right, whatever. Right. Is that like an offensive word? No. Okay. But it has the valence. Even though I'm like a little like uncoordinated yeah. perhaps like when it like me on a revel for mm -hmm. example right you're good i'm that. very i got it very quickly right like right, i'm right. like right. Right. when i was on my cousin's hoverboard i got it very quickly that's cool and there's totally and, and by the way that was 12 years ago at this point <laughs> this is the thing of like like how a parent will be like like this is like my mom being like you're such a good traveler you know what i mean and i'm like <laughs> <She> say that <laughs> Yeah, we when we were on a road trip, I like got so annoyed at her and got into a stupid fight with her. Not fight, but I was just like, we were also just been together for like mm. eighty thousand hours in a row, just the two of us in like a car. And I was like, stop! Like that's nothing. Like that's such an empty. Like <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not. Like I just like put stuff in a suitcase. Like there's no You're skill here. Such a good traveler. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, so sweet. It's like yeah, like that's your mom i know she like, just like loves me totally that's like a thing i would say to a boyfriend you know what i mean you're such a good traveler right and they're or, like just giving like compliments because it's like uh, 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 like i love yeah. you i love you i love you, you yeah know? but i feel like a boyfriend like it's more it's more founded maybe like you have to back it up a little bit when it comes to like a peer yeah and parents can just say like whatever i mean listen kind of like i will say if i like someone i'm like you are so good at your job and i'm like i don't know that yeah but, but that one like you have to say it. okay here's what i'm gonna say eating better is easier with factors delicious ready to eat meals every fresh never frozen meal is chef crafted dietitian approved and ready to go in just honestly two minutes You'll have over 25 different options to choose from every week, including Protein Plus, Keto, and honestly more. It's 35 different options. What did I say? 25. Oh, my God. So bump that up by about a million right. to get to 35. <laughs> right, exactly. 25, add about a million, you're getting 35. And you know what? I'm going to say a number you've basically never heard. There are more than 60 right. add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. And what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Mm. Two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. I know that's right. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save. We've done the math, a.k.a. Charlie. Factor I did the math. Excuse me. <laughs> Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. So here's my advice to you. And I mean this. Head to factormeals.com slash exploration50 and use code exploration50 to get 50% off. That's code exploration50 at factormeals.com slash exploration50 to get 50% off. And you know what? Like Nuff said. Thank you, Charlie.
Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Where were we? Something about me and his hoverboarding. Yeah, that you're really the with the self mythology. I had something to say about zero gravity. Okay. But I don't remember what it is. So I would like to I don't want to do that thing in a in a plane. No, I don't <clears> want to either. But I would want to go to like a room. Right. Like that could kind of get at that feeling. Oh, I remember what I was gonna say about zero gravity. Okay. It feel Did uh, you hear my thing about the room? think so <laughs> sounds like something i would have heard <laughs> you were saying it i was here so yeah, imagine i was hearing it all okay. signs point to that right. um you're copying me on my the way i'm sitting yeah, yeah we're copying each other charlie was no, kind I'm of noting you. that i'm dressed like an orthodox jew yeah and you were like it's unrelated but you have been dressing and more i said that and my more. girlfriend asked me if that if it is an expression of my judaism because i keep doing it like yeah. every day and i said no I don't think so. Mm -hmm. And then Charlie was like, is it? Yeah, I think it is. It's not. It is, it is. Charlie. I think, I think so, I think so. Okay. Part of it, not the only thing that's going on in there. But it does it, yeah, okay. And you look beautiful. Do you think so? Yes, I do. Thank you. I think with zero gravity, <laughs> it's a little surprising <laughs> that our bodies can function. Like we've only ever existed. Mm. It's like you would think that gravity like is why in are some your way. Organs okay. Yeah, right. Like you'd think that like something about blood, like that gravity would be essential to the, the bodily function, but it's not. Randomly, like oh, humans can survive point, in zero gravity. Charlie, thank you. Is that that's why they sent that monkey up there first? That's true. And the dog. Did they do that? Yes. That was weird. Yeah, totally. They're weird with that kind of stuff. <laughs> like, why is that okay? Right. Yeah. Listen. Right what <laughs> right listen right don't hide i can't see you right 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 um i feel like it's bad for your muscles like your muscles atrophy oh really yeah in zero gravity i think and that's why they have to do like push weird like push-ups and stuff and then when they get home like right. they can hardly walk really or something i believe it i think someone who went around space in a, for a year I heard about him and I think something happened to his muscles when he got back. I want to hear about it. Or isn't he a twin and his twin didn't go and so they did all these tests? I think that's like a, a thought experiment. <laughs> I think. Oh, it's like if two twins. Yes, it sounds like it. It's yeah. Like it. It's like the last question on a test where you're like, we didn't learn about twins. They're like, yeah, but you have to figure it out based on what you did learn and you're like, stop. <laughs> He was a twink and um, <laughs> one twink went up, one twink stayed down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> I think that I want to have twins. Oh, really? Should I do my idea? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is my first idea. Anxiety plunge release. <laughs> okay. Do you know what it is? Anxiety plunge release. Is it about a cold plunge? Uh, yes, a little bit. 
Here's the thing. Here's the idea. Um, you know how when you do stand-up comedy, you know, and maybe not everybody does, but Natalie, you know about this, right? <laughs> you do stand-up comedy sometimes? Uh-huh. Yeah. And it can make you really nervous, like kind of the whole day. And it can, depending, for me at least, it doesn't always happen. But like sometimes for kind of random shows, I'll be like, the day is almost a wash because Mm -hmm. of how nervous I feel for the show. Mm -hmm. And then for like the hour before, you're like, shit, like I'm really feeling like nervous, Mm -hmm. right? And then you do it. And if it goes well or if it goes just okay or good, like it can feel amazing because not only was it like, fun to do but part of the fun of it is that you no longer are feeling the anxiety of Mm -hmm. having to do it right so that's one part of the idea that it's interesting that like a lot of good feelings are actually just like you put yourself into something uncomfortable and then you remove yourself from that oh yeah like that's the feeling the good feeling of a cold plunge is like not being in the cold anymore yeah a little bit i I think i think actually yeah yeah, but that but i I especially feel that with performing where Mm -hmm. like with stand-up i'm like i think a lot of this is just the relief of like I am so stressed mm-hmm. before it and then I do it and then I don't have to do it anymore. Right. That's like you're like an adrenaline junkie. Yes. A little bit. Right. Like that's like surgeons on Grey's Anatomy. Right. Right. And that that's part of the kind of the chemical thing of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like and if it feels and if it's like I do well and then I get like applause. It's like it feels even better. Right. It feels like oh my God this is such a high. Mm-hmm. It actually can feel like a high. Right. Because you're like totally. Well you actually brought this up to me when I was telling you that like since I started my like mm-hmm. anti-anxiety medication like I don't get as nervous for shows and that sometimes yeah. shows feel less satisfying because. Right. And then you were kind of like yeah I guess a big part of it is that relief yeah like it's it's not just the like joy of performing it's also the right the joy of like disaster avoidance right or something you know then okay so that's one part of the idea the second part of the idea is that actually okay this is like the conceptual part kind of it can work really well too if you're also separately feeling anxious and I think actually that's also a big part of the pressure yes. is that like that anxiety of like, okay, so say you're worried about something else in your life. Yeah. You have a show or whatever. I'm sure you have something in your own life if you're not. If yeah. you happen what's, to randomly. What's be, your guys' version of a show? Right. Maybe a big presentation at work. Right. <laughs> if you happen to randomly not be a stand-up That's a comedian, show too. Right. You have a show. Or maybe honestly like a tough combo. Totally. No, but that would be the real thing you're nervous about. Right. Exactly. So it's not that. You're going axe throwing. No. I don't think that's nerve wracking for people. No, it isn't. But okay. Okay. Right? Like, so you're like, okay, you're worried about some real world thing. And then you have a show and you're like, it's these two anxieties. And then when you do the show, it actually like the anxiety kind of clumps together. Mm-hmm. And then the removal of the show anxiety can actually also take care of the other one. Yes. To me, the metaphor Great is like, point. you're throwing. But not lo- for good. What? I find not it to for be good, not for a, good. like a. It's temporary. It's a temporary. Release, it's a temporary abatement, which is right. Which is nice. Be fabulous, yeah. right? I'm like, it's it's like okay. <laughs> and he's like really like weird visual metaphors where I'm like, not the say gems. okay, you're <laughs> okay. Say tell you, me it's not the gems again. No, no, it's actually weirder than. But that. But I loved the gems. I know, and the gems are so a huge. So I don't know hit. why I had that attitude out of nowhere. So say you're you, there's a pool or a lake, and there's a bunch of gum in the bottom of it. And the anxiety you put stuck to the bottom. No, it's just floating around in there. Right, it wouldn't stick. Then you, on a fishing line, cast gum into the lake. Mm-hmm. The gum is your anxiety. Mm-hmm. The gum is your various anxieties, and then the gum that's on the fishing line is the show anxiety. Right. 
that gum goes into the lake and collects all the other gum. And then when you mm. reel it back in, because you do the show, it actually pulls all the other anxieties out with it. Ah. That's my gum in the lake metaphor. That's what the idea should have been called. It definitely should have been called It should have been that. called gum in the lake. You would have been like, what is that? So the gum, I'm not totally there with the pool because I'm like, Why is what it? is the casting out? The casting is like you're putting you're putting an anxiety in the pool, right? Like you're, you're putting gum, anxiety. you're adding gum to the thing, right? Right. You're already the pool has so much gum, and you're adding something to it, but you're adding it in a controlled way where you can reel it back in. Mm. And not only that, but because it's gum, it's sticky. It collects the other gum. Maybe not all of it. Maybe not forever. Mm-hmm. Not a perfect metaphor, <laughs> but uh, gosh, isn't it evocative? It's it's certainly. Um very very playful thank you yeah because i don't even know who even put gum in a pool you know what i mean it's right, not like right, you know that, that thing when there's gum up. in a pool <laughs> yeah. you know and by the way i'm wanting it to be a lake oh i didn't know that yeah can i tell you a couple issues i'm having with it mm, no why yeah, like yeah, I, like, I agree i guess for me i'm like <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if i want there to be like by the way it's like i know there's issues i know it's not perfect <laughs> My other idea was magnets. I was going to say, I like, think that magnets work better. Because gum, it's like... It's not sticky underwater. Right. Like, why would gum be sticky underwater? And, like, I don't think just by, like... Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I think magnets are good. Yeah, but it's a little less playful. It is. It is. It is. You know what it could maybe be? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I meant what? I meant what? Um... I've actually honestly been sitting on this metaphor, but I haven't known what thing to give it oh. to. So maybe this could be a great... Oh, yeah, yeah. Pitch it. When you are cleaning up, like, putty, mm -hmm. and you use putty to pick up the putty. Yes. Wait, yes. That's exactly it. I guess maybe that is it. It's just not with the pool and the fishing hook. Right. Like, if you're playing with, like, mm -hmm. goo or slime or whatever, and there's right. little pieces of it on the table, you'll use the ball of slime to touch the slime to pick up the slime i so know you have been thinking about this how do you know because i just trust you <laughs> i can just see that this is a i had it on my notes really yeah because i did it at nannying i was doing it and i was like this is such a That's metaphor such an alert. Exploration. Yeah. but i couldn't think of what wait oh my god that would have been cool if you brought that in it. i was like here's what it's a metaphor for yeah when you're doing stand-up comedy and da, da, da. right but that's okay yeah because you're adding yeah the the, re the i mean whatever there's yeah. parts of it that are imperfect and i bet you there is a perfect metaphor out there yeah there is beyond gum in the lake and putty on the table <laughs> i think the thing that's not clicking for me is that it is uh it's it's temporary like to me it's like yes. it really regrows in about like half an hour or something right, right. but you do get well, this like momentary... the gum grows from the bottom of the lake oh see i didn't know that yeah I just decided. I just decided. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I can tell. <laughs> Maybe it's like... um. You know how the gum grows from the bottom of the lake? Right. right. No, I do. I do. Right. It's like if there's a hole that putty just comes through. Right. And there is. There is. There is. There is. Right. Right. Just where? Right. In the bottom of the lake. lake. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so funny because there is one. Right. There's the putty hole. Oh, I forgot to tell you about the putty hole. <laughs> you know how there's the putty hole on the bottom? I'm doing like stand up. Right. I'm touring. You know how there's a putty hole on the bottom of the lake? <laughs> People are like, yes! <laughs> it's as if you 
used a magnet to pull up the magnet from the bottom of the lake that's coming through the hole at the bottom of the lake. Yes! Everyone's like, yeah. Everyone's it's, like, we always thought that about the putty lake, but we just we didn't never thought to say, say it. it. People are always like, because I'm always like, fuck, I need to write new stand up. I like haven't written new stand up in a while. And people are like, you do so many things on Exploration Live. Like you have, you write so much stand up every week. And I'm like, you're right. I should try it. And I'm like, you know how? <laughs> okay, picture this. Gum grows at the bottom of the lake. What's this? What, the posture I'm doing? Oh, the the neck? Mm-hmm. What are you asking about? There's something here. I can't see because of the microphone. It's a little, it's yeah. a little red. Wait, okay. I can't see because of the microphone. Is it a hickey? No. <laughs> Can I oh see God. from the microphone? How scandalous. Nobody, oh, it is a little red. Uh, there's like a, a I bump? think it's maybe a pimple. Yeah, it can be like mm. that. Ugh, that's I never got one on my neck. They're annoying there because they don't really coalesce in the way you want them to and also when i push on it i begin to pass out take it easy (laughs) (laughs) nobody ever wants me to give them a hickey really yeah well i think did we talk about this on the show that it's kind of sad like i feel like i missed the age a little bit we didn't talk about this but i agree really do you have it too yeah it's kind of like i wasn't giving hickeys at the time where it Nobody told you that the hickey, like the hickey era it's like act fast right it is like it is so if you don't yeah I did give some in my time. Mm-hmm. Freshman year, I kissed a boy and gave him a ton of hickeys on his neck. And he was like, I have to interview the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> he literally woke up. He was like, uh, he was like a reporter for of the news. For the, like, of... He was a reporter for like the school newspaper. <laughs> this was in college. You wear was, a little turtleneck? What? He was like, I'll wear a scarf. <laughs> <laughs> That's so disrespectful. You know what? Like what? totally to meet the mayor. I'm actually thinking about other stuff about how that ended, and I was so like hurt by it. Oh. But it's okay. I'm actually not hurt by it anymore. I can say something. What? Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, he's a loser. Yeah, he never Forget deserved him. you. <laughs> yeah. And second of all, where is he now? He's a reporter for the Washington Post. <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing even that's gotta hurt yeah. <laughs> i'm like he stays winning i do think it's like that's gonna happen sometimes like yeah. your ex is gonna be a reporter for the washington post yeah you can't rely on like and my ex is a lo- it's like you're gonna you're no not gonna win like one. yeah it's also like it's like you're the ex the person you dated you know what i mean it's right like, like you you won yeah, and it's like you don't you want them to be like, and the new person they're dating is sucks, but it's like usually not. Usually no, it's like she's adorable. She's so he in my case he. It's like he's so cute. Like my ex happened to go on to date a guy. Oh. That's just what how it worked Did out. Something bad happened? Yeah. <laughs> he was in he was on the space station and there was a solar wave and it gave it messed up his brain. He was bitten by a spider. And oh, then, and it put him if on the he fell into sale. a radioactive vat, and it made him. It made him a Kinsey ten. Yeah, <laughs> <A> Kinsey <laughs> one thousand. <laughs> Do they ever say whether zero or a hundred, which one is gay and which it's one is straight? Six, and I think it's six is gayest. It's out of six. Yeah. Why? Oh, that's why I thought you said ten was funny. Oh. Like ten is. <coughs> are you guys six? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm no, a three. No, no, no. no. <laughs> what are you? Who are you, Emma? Um, wait. So zero is straight and six is gay. Yeah, yeah. like a two point five. Can we do point five? Wait, zero is which one? Zero. Sh- I'm like you're more straight. Than gay. I'm like by like a little bit more. 
Really? Like there's a wider pool of like men who I would date probably than like wow. like I have a more specific type in women. Right. I think that's so swaggy. But you did date a woman for a long time. I've had more serious yeah relationships with women. Yeah. With women. With women. <laughs> with women. That's for cool. Sure. I feel like people never say that. You know what say I mean? What? People are always like I'm bi, but like I'm a. People like, always say like I'm I'm bi, but I'm married to a man and I've never kissed a woman. Right. <laughs> oh, I was they do say that. People are like I'm bi, like I like, but I like women more or something. And I want to say this, Emma, because Emma's too shy, but Emma's ex is Doja Cat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Emma's too shy to say that. Right. So a lot of the songs are about Emma. Yeah. Thank you for yeah. saying that. No, it's no, I know. You don't want to bring that up, but I think it's cool. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'll say something about me. What? Say something. Oh, oh. Say something about Say something too? also yeah. true about Natalie. Yeah. <laughs> um, can I think of something true about you? No. No. Okay. Emma, Natalie... <laughs> <laughs> I'm blowing it. Um, Natalie had a brief flirtation that didn't go anywhere with. Mine sucks. Gabriel Garcia Marquez, who wrote A Hundred Years of Solitude. She's like the magical realism he, one. Yeah. He? Yeah. Next. <laughs> Sorry. I blew it. Do you want to say something about me? Yeah. Charlie the Hundred Feet Tall. <laughs> We're stuck on 100. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did anyone ever say that it's not exactly a scale? It's more like a dotted like graph that's 3D. Right. I do think that's more like that's like the Kinsey scale is like limited a little bit. Yeah. But the, at the time it was like. They blew everybody's mind. Like it's like the talkies when they first started. Well, it's also, And now we're like, that's not like. Right that good like you can't even like it doesn't even look that good or like is old it, animation is it just like we add dimensions like like to like our understanding of identity like is that like how it becomes more sophisticated like it starts being like it's a binary they're points right mm -hmm. it's like you gay you straight and that isn't how it started i know the history of sexuality is more complicated than that and also like whatever this is all a historical um oh, then it's, well then we gotta move on okay you're right i'll do well, because you know one. the thing of how oh, gay didn't no. exist until like the last 60 years yeah, because people were having all different kinds of sex, but like we just came up with like the specific language for it. And it wasn't about like it wasn't like a, a full identity it was unless just you like, were like yeah. a fairy. In which case. Right. right. And you could like be like a, a guy thing. who like yeah fucked fairies, and everybody was like, "That's a little weird for sure," but like you're straight. But no worries. Yeah. yeah. If you guys don't want to talk about this, you don't have to. But I actually would be curious to hear your opinions on this. Why are we so obsessed with like identity and identification? As like a culture, like what ah, is that? Yes, yes. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> Natalie, do you next? <laughs> I kind of know why because I do think it's too fun. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, same yeah, with like, astrology and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. Kind of all the same. Like, comforting um, uh, cultures of individualism. Capital, yeah, like, also I do think know. it's helpful. Like in the same way that you could be like, okay, like I'm a pacifist. Like then it's like one word, apply it to everything you know. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's like. Yeah, you can just say less. I wonder. I want to know about the history of like me and self conceptions of individuality and like like oh. like thinking of ourselves as like like I don't know the history of like American individualism. Mm -hmm. All right, let's read the next thing. Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> Get bad next thing. What? Get bad next thing. I don't know what this is. Oh, I know. Because this is your idea. Yeah. This is like, um, if you're having your perfect day, mm -hmm. doing only all the things you like, Yeah. it's still, um, 
Sorry, I'll stop doing that. Silence. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, could we have everybody, anybody who's being loud? Twirling their little ice in their little cup. Mm-hmm. Um, Keep going. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm actually not going to say anything. Should I do song of the week right now? Yeah. Okay. It's Needs by Tanache. Okay. okay How does it go? Can't remember. I like the song. Natalie's song of the week is "You and I." What is that from? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I don't know it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You and I. Okay, I have a different one. Mm-hmm. Natalie's song of the week is "My Junk" from Spring Awakening. Okay, how does that go? So good. You don't know the one? No. Oh my god. Um. Um, see us winter walking after a storm it's still with me there feels so good in your arms it's like we stop time what can i do got our junk got our junk we've all got our junk and my junk is you cool should i do a different song so i can sing it <laughs> I think that the singing already happened for this week. You're right. Can you do your idea? Okay. So this is that like if you were even having your perfect day where mm-hmm. you did only everything you like, mm-hmm. it would still involve some discomfort because yeah. <laughs> you have to stop liking the thing you're doing to move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's oh. always been something that right. has been hard for me. Like, mm-hmm. Like if you're like not really hard but like like being like okay i'm reading then i'm like i've always had this feeling of like okay then you should be able to read forever if you like reading mm-hmm. and you get but bored actually and- like you right. could only do it for a short time yeah. and then it's like i'm bored yeah and then you're bored and then you move on to the next thing but that doesn't mean that you didn't like doing it you know we talked about this around our birthdays in the spring i think because it's like that's one of the ways that people like <laughs> the kind of problems like you and I are like dealing with are like mm. how do you spend your birthday right. and that's literally no, like it's... we're putting our fucking heads together to yeah. like, figure this one out <laughs> it's like holy shit we're right. stunned right yeah. but it was like one of the, the answers to that question is like spend a day doing all the things you like mm-hmm. and that it actually like that doesn't really work because you're like you kind of a ar- you give yourself maximum pleasure by being like I'm gonna do every single thing I like. And you're like, is this all there is? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this is so like right. Actually, like kind of limited and like it's the unbearable lightness of being. Maybe it is. I actually didn't. I read that book and I was like, what is it? The unbearable lightness of being. I didn't get it. Are you serious? Yeah, I read it when I was younger. I don't. So. You gotta read it again. I actually do think I do. It's like my fave book. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? I can't like finish it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But That's fine. it really gets me thinking. But it, it's kind of about that like mm-hmm. stuff a little bit. Yeah. There was just like, it's like if you arrive and you give your, actually like you give yourself mm-hmm. everything you want, you kind of are like, wait, so this is what I wanted? Well, the main like thrust of it, can I do a spoiler sure. for it? Sure, So this is a spoiler alert for The Unbearable Lightness of Being by Milan Kundera. It's from mm-hmm. like a bajillion years ago. Right. Or maybe not that long ago, but it's just like in like Europe or something. Right. And, but it follows this like one character, it follows a bunch of them, but like one of them who like has just like hooks up with a lot of girls and like won't date anyone. And it's just kind of like, ugh, like I have like, 
won't be tied down, but right. his life kind of like means nothing. Right, right, right. And then he's like, meets this one girl and he's like, wait, I actually need to actually have like a life with like yeah. real responsibilities or whatever. Right. So he's like, okay, I want to marry her. Right. And then she like shows up on his doorstep mm -hmm. and he's like, wait, ugh fuck right like now i am so like stuck here right, with this right. girl like, i'm like tied down right. and then he's like starts cheating on her because right. he's like i can't do this like right. i need to be with other people and then she runs away right. so then he's like okay now i have my life to myself and then he's like ah same problem what am i doing like right. i just have no life like right. i just i'm like floating away so he goes to another country to go find her mm -hmm. and then he finds her and he's like got her yeah and then he's like uh, same thing same, same thing. thing again like what am i doing like i'm right. stuck here right i love that book <laughs> <laughs> wait i'm gonna reread it yeah and i definitely did not get it at all and probably didn't even plot is not exactly right but it actually has kind of like an exploration vibe to it wait that's cool <laughs> and i that's an interesting we give it the exploration live stamp of similarity <laughs> <laughs> it goes to that book yeah. and the idiot yeah. by what's her name? Right. Nope. Yeah, Elif. Elif Batman. Yes. Okay. Yeah, there. Yeah, the exploration life stamp of similarity. Goes to the unbearable lightness of being the idiot and Seinfeld. Yes, it's Tampa, <laughs> <laughs> which I haven't seen. That's funny. Thank um, you, because it's like. Obviously, like we came after all those things. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, we're like we made up this idea, and they actually it really like had legs because all these <laughs> other people ended up using it. <laughs> Milan Kundera actually is a is kind of like you can see how we impacted his work. Yeah, he's like a little explorer for sure. <laughs> he is definitely. He is a listener. Do, yeah. Do you think he subscribes to the Patreon? He does. He does. But I don't think he listens. Do you think Seinfeld does? No, but he listens. Way. Yeah. Seinfeld is always like. He's like, I don't, he doesn't listen. He listens when there's yeah. like big guests. He's giving a lot of money to the IDF. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I bet. He really is. Do you know that for sure? Yes. Yeah. No. But I bet. I think so. I, I No, I don't. I'm sorry. I just like saw a picture of him once with like. In the, in Israel. I think, I think he does though. I'm giving money to the IDF. <laughs> My impression of him. Right. <laughs> Not really. It's not so accurate. I'm trying to do a um, Parker Posey impression. I love bringing out my impressions when they're 20% formed. Mm -hmm. And then being like, that's probably good enough. Let's see. I'm so eager to share my Parker Posey one. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. That's good. You hear the seeds I of it. I definitely hear it. Don't go in there. Because, ugh. I'm upset. You know... Yeah. You hear it, right? What is she in besides the Christopher Guest stuff? She's in a ton of I know, movies. I know. Oh. Party Girl. Uh uh. Yeah. Keep going. Clock she and Bridesmaids. Oh, what yeah. else? Josie and the Pussycats. Anything recently? Search Party. Search Party. Yeah, what was oh, she in really? Search Party? She's so funny. Like a cult leader y woman. Yeah, she was. But it was like a smaller role, I yeah. think. Period. They got her in there. All right, I'm going to do my last idea. Okay. Hair intra interdifference. <laughs> this is the thing how, like, sometimes people be like, ugh, I'm having such a bad hair day. And you're like, your hair looks exactly the same as how it normally does. Mm -hmm. And it's the thing of, like, someone knows their, like, the range, the range to them of how they look is mm -hmm. so vast because mm -hmm. they have so much more experience with it. Right. And to you, you're kind of like, 
no your hair that's is like, how it looks you're just like yeah your hair is brown like oh, it normally yeah. is so like i'm like, not perceiving like any of those differences at all like like the person whose hair it is has like intra hair yes experience right whereas like i'm like it's like like our between hair between me and you and i'm like hair. yeah exactly i'm like well your hair is like curly and blonde <laughs> so like i don't you know i don't know totally obviously that. you're not talking to me no um and i know your hair enough to know like kind of yeah the yeah you can see it in your close loved ones there's like an um an idea that came from this pod no this webcomic xkcd which i used to really love as a kid it's this kind of like nerdy webcomic um and that also gets the exploration live stamp of similarity <laughs> um and the the premise of it is or the, the webcomic is like basically it's like i wonder if like wine actually has like more intrinsic difference within it like if the, like it like it is really like different enough that like you can like ha- that it can be mm. a whole field of study or if literally you could do you could apply that to anything yeah given enough time with it like, and the joke of it is like if you lock someone in a room with only pictures of al gore eating a grilled cheese like they <laughs> would know and start to differentiate in between them in the same way and like start to see the same like that's level funny. of richness yeah it is funny and it's cool it's like actually that's a, a good question yeah like totally and cause... i actually you know and some people who like are wine people are like no wine in particular is like so has such a depth of mm-hmm. and range of you know nuance yeah right but now people are like that with like beer right and like chocolate and right doritos you know what i mean like snack yeah, ki- like snack chips potato chips right. and whatever right that's interesting i like that right and some things where it's like actually with a potato chip it's like there's reasons that you might be a little more dubious about it because it's like Why? well these are just like industrial processes and like but i guess so is wine duh yeah so, so. i don't know that was such a mean duh right. at yourself. Right. I was like, fucking idiot. <laughs> no, I think it's like not so duh. It's so funny to be mean. To yourself? Yeah, sometimes. Remember when that book fell on my head? <laughs> <laughs> it was right here. Talk about funny. Right. I was sitting right where that book fell on your head. <laughs> you know what's funny is we keep referencing episodes that will have, will it's like that's a preview. Oh. That happens in an episode. And oh it's the one I think coming out next week. A book fell on my head. Wait, that's such a huge spoiler for the yeah. episode that's coming out next week. Can you bleep what fell out on my head, Emma? <laughs> yeah, we'll do. Maybe that one's coming out in a few weeks, though. Oh, okay. Oh, oh so that's fine. They'll forget about They'll it. They'll forget. <laughs> you, okay. You're e- going to be like... Easter egg, Easter egg. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> see if you can spot where the book falls on Natalie's yeah. head in the future episode. Should we start doing like Taylor Swift kind of Easter eggs? Like, right. Maybe we should get like a number that's important to us, like 15 and then I already disagreeing. (laughs) 11 is my (laughs) special number. I shouldn't have given that. Oh, it is? Yeah. Because my birthday is April 11th. (laughs) Any questions? My special number is my ATM pin. I can't tell it. But I also like 24 because that's my birthday number. Right. 324. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm always looking at my phone at 324, but then I remember that I look at my phone every minute of every day. Right. <laughs> so it's kind of like... Yeah, that's a classic. Ugh, I want to keep talking. We can't. Right. No, I know. I know. But I had fun today. Yeah, me too. Kind of. I know, I know. And then we talked about some hard stuff, and I hope hope it lands okay with people. Yeah, I doubt it will, honestly. But Yeah, totally. <laughs> but it didn't land that well with me either, so. Right, right, right. And it doesn't have to land. You're not alone. Right. <laughs> um, anything else? 
It's like, well, we've always promised on this podcast to be real. And it's like, no, we didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Also, we're like, oh, well, we just talk about what's going on with our lives. It's like, we actually kind of don't. Yeah, you're right. We don't. Right. Yeah, so what is that? Right. But we did want to talk about this. We didn't want to talk. I know. That's so weird. I talked about my family stuff. That was kind of cool. Yeah, that was cool. I wonder if it's a little bit embarrassing. Anytime you talk about like family mythology, it's a little embarrassing. I think it's not. I think the embarrassing family mythology thing is like I was really shy until I had a big tap dance. Right. And not like both my sides of the family were in like different holocausts. Right. That You're right. You're right. It's like more embarrassing when it's like we... I always ate spaghetti like yeah. uh, in the special way. Exactly, right. exactly. Well, because self mythology is like totally yeah, like, toxic so, and exactly. ruinous. It actually yeah, is but a, family me, mythology. It, it would is be like me being like, necessary. I'm actually a really good traveler. You know what I mean? <laughs> so therefore, I have to yell at my mom when she says that. Remember, I was like going on some like rampage against this uh, like a show about mm-hmm. like what people have their like special stories mm-hmm. that you know are like special stories in their family but they're mm-hmm. just like nothing right and then i tried to do it on stage about my own family and right it, like didn't land and i was like ah. oh yeah 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 it was really like oh no yeah it was so weird I, but I, I wasn't doing it on purpose i was like oh my god we actually have a thing about cheese and then told it and then i like was silent i was like oh <gasps> Into the thing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, you were like, it's like this, but actually this one, is, oh no, you weren't even, it was like, I don't... oh, 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 there's a few things we have to say. <laughs> we have our show in six days from now, oh from God. when this is coming out. It is October 24th at the Bell House. We have not promoted it at all. <laughs> and we have not released a lineup or made a poster. We are in dire straits. I don't know if we've sold any tickets. It is bad. People don't know about it. I'm getting DMs being like, when's your next show? It is a problem. I really, really need your guys' help. And I think it'll be fun. I guarantee we're going to have a good time. Please buy tickets. If- Maybe you guys should DM us who you want to see on the show. And that's who we'll book. Holy shit. We'll book it right now. We have to book it right now. Why don't we just wait for the DMs? No, because it's too late. Okay, so the don't show is in message a- us. Yeah, we need... It's October 24th. Please get 350 of your closest friends and buy tickets because it would be seriously a bummer if just because we made a ton of mistakes yeah. by not doing it in time, we don't deserve to be punished I, for that. I was going to say I know one person who's coming, but actually, honestly, I accidentally said yes to a different show that night. Mm-hmm. And I just realized just now today mm-hmm. our show is that day. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know which show she's coming to. She said, I'm coming to your show on the 24th. So I have to message her. So there might be someone coming, but honestly, she might be going to a different show. So we're at, we hopefully have one. We have no other confirmation. We really, oh my God. It's fine. It's fine. I need to not be stressed about it. It's fine. And if we don't sell it out, it's fine. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Well, this has been wonderful. Yeah, I love it. I love doing our show. Let's end with something. Yeah, it was... We don't have like an, a go-to ending. Yeah, we don't. Maybe we should. Yeah. What, what feels Maybe right? like a call and response. Mm. What about this? You want to do? Okay. What? Hey, Charlie. Someone's calling my name. Okay. Someone's calling my name. Hey, Charlie. I think I hear it again. You're wanted on the telephone. Well, if it isn't Natalie, like I'm not. Someone else, and I'll do an impression. Oh, okay, okay. Well, if it isn't Elmo, I'm not home. <laughs> hey, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have to go. Wait, why? That wasn't even my full Elmo. Okay, someone's. Wait. 
Someone's calling my name. Hey, Charlie. Hi, I, Charlie. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I think I hear it again. You're wanted on Elmo's telephone. Well, if it... It, it keeps getting to be me. Yeah, it's okay. One more and then we'll close well, it Well, if it isn't... Um, what's her name? Stephanie Gwen Stefani. Germanomino. Wait. How did you know I was going to do Stephanie Germanata? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Like, how did you know that? Because I was doing Gwen Stefani. I was trying to figure that out. And I was going to, like, Stephanie Germanata. Wait, how did you know that? I don't know. I don't know. You weren't trying to say Lady Gaga? I was trying to say Gwen Stefani, but I was getting stuck on Stephanie Germanata, which oh, is Lady really? Gaga's name. And I was trying to say Lady Gaga, but I decided just for fun to say Jeff is Stephanie Germanata. I That's weird. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll leave it there. <laughs> okay. Bye, everyone. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>